Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Hi, folks, you're listening to Two Men and the Mouse, episode 149 on the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live on October the 16th, 2017. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, Peterman. Hey, Kevin. Hey, buddy, we are, we are back in the saddle again. I know, it's like the first time. I know, just like the first time again. Uh, folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day, and we want to share a little bit of that magic with you. So, pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete! Kevin. What is going on? It's been like a month. I know, what's up with that? It's what actually, have you been doing? I have been uh, sick for a month. Oh. Like, really, really sick. Um, which, funnily enough, I and, and this is you know not you know I had to go to the emergency room, so it's ha ha funny, not you know. Right. Um, but I had to go to the emergency room. The closest one to me is Celebration, which is actually the emergency room in which um, if you fall in Walt Disney World, they take you there. Okay. Let me just tell you something. This is the single most beautiful hospital I've ever seen in my life. When I say I, when, I never see it. When I say it's immaculate, I mean it is utterly immaculate, state of the art equipment. The waiting room is like this giant like the waiting room for the ER. Waiting rooms for the ER are like the scum pit of the world. Like I've walked into waiting rooms for the ER that look like Jabba's throne room. You know, like with like people just sitting, it's all dingy and stuff like that. But like this, like it was a rotunda. There were like big windows. They were playing Big Hero 6 in the lobby. Like it was really really cool. I mean, I was horribly sick and couldn't breathe, so that wasn't cool. Now, but can I also point out, though, that you getting massively sick, once again, coincided with the New York Comic Con, where you always claim to get nerd flu and you won't go back. Right. But it appears you got sick anyway. Yeah. I'm. You know what? I got sick before the New York Comic Con this year. And yes, I did not go to New York Comic Con. Uh, so because, your body was like, yeah, this is the time that Kevin gets sick. You know what? I do typically get sick around that time. I just feel like New York Comic Con kind of exacerbates the situation because it is such a like a like a going so hard and heavy weekend coupled with, you know, being in a different climate and whatnot. I'm glad I didn't go. I mean, it looked like a miserable experience. Right. No big news really dropped. I don't even think they had a Disney um, a Disney films uh, panel this year. I don't think so. Yeah. So. All right. Well, uh, ready to hop into the. What have you been doing the last month? What anything Disney well, or you getting... know? I'm gearing up for Disney, so right. I have been uh, 24/7. You know, vacation kind of thinking. What's the countdown currently? 19. 19 days. So the kids know at this point. Oh, they've known the whole time. This is like a weird trip where like they've been in on it the entire time, which is cool and not cool. Why have they been like? Like, are we going to Disney now? Like. No, well, we go. We this year we knew we were going like during what is Jersey Week, uh huh, because uh, the kids have off of school, right? And so they kind of knew the whole time, so it was never really a hidden thing this time. Uh, so in turn, they've been with me every step of the planning, whether okay. it's you know ADRs or fast passes. That's so been been a little wacky. Okay, that makes sense. 
Uh, so are you are you like at that point like where you're like psyched and you're like yeah let's do this thing? Uh, no, kind of the opposite. You know, I, I'm sure I've said this before, but like the closer I get to my trip, the less excited I get. It has nothing to do with the trip, more just like making sure my shop is ready for me to be right. gone for eight days. And yeah, there's just so much real life stuff I gotta just make sure is in order. Now is that I I don't get too excited. Is your sister in law going with you or is she man in the no. shop? Nope, she'll actually be here at the shop a little bit. Um, Sean. So will Sean. Yeah. But I, uh, I am. This is just the four of us on this. I mean, I have heard from other listeners who have tried to come catch a glimpse of the elusive Peter Mandel, and they get been here. They get they get accidental Sean. Well, you know how often I am here, so I will say they just have terrible luck or yeah. great luck, depending on how you want to look at it, because I don't leave here very often. No, you don't, and it's like hashtag accidental Sean. Like, right. <laughs> um, it's better than accidental Mort. Uh, okay, so are we hanging out when you're here? Are we going to, you know... Maybe I could maybe squeeze you into we, a day. We should Facebook Live for the, the Facebook group. I think they get a kick out of that. No, let's see how sick you are. Yeah, yeah well, that's true. We'll see. Um, I have not coughed once yet, though, which I'm very proud of myself about. That's not going to, you know, for those of you who like to complain when there's coughing on the show, just <laughs> buckle up. Uh, I'm going to try to get rid of as many of them as I can. But we'll try not to rile Kevin up. Yeah. Yeah. Try not to get me too excited. Today. Uh, so, you know, before we get started with the show proper, one thing I wanted to bring to people's attention. Uh, I love when people's creativity and their fandom, um, y- you know, they they roll it into exploits like podcasting like blogging like you know vlogging and things like that um my friend jason odegaard who is one of the uh hosts on the three sheets to the mouse podcast he's actually just started a new project with two friends it is the disney dads podcast and okay uh, yeah highly highly recommended so here's the thing disney dads podcast is a family-friendly disney podcast where you get three dads sitting around giving their opinions on the most magical place on earth which i like because you know you have the disney moms panel which yes dads are allowed on as well but like i've always been like well you know let's get a disney dads panel like let's see what like what's going so it's a really cool look into disney from like the point of view of three fathers who were talking about their families their kids and if you've ever listened to three sheets to the mouse you know jason is one of the most passionate individuals in the world about Walt Disney World and listening to to listening to to him and he's like you know he's like he's a tough dude he's a marine you know but like when he talks about Disney like there's just like this light that comes over him and you know really he's very it's very inspirational it's a good time you could check them out uh they're on iTunes they're on uh Podbean and they're also over at disneydadspodcast.com so i encourage all two men in the mouse listeners to go check out the uh the disney dads podcast so there that you sounds go. awesome yeah it's it's really, it's really cool um all right so are you ready to jump into the news peter mandel Let's do it. The news brought to you, as always, this week by our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney or Universal Orlando vacation for you at no additional cost to you. We love Dave. we got to have Dave on the show soon. Um, hopefully, within the next couple of weeks, we can get Dave in here to answer some more questions for people. Uh, I'm sure he'll come over. Yeah, I, I agree. All right. So, uh, worldwide news. Ready for this? Yeah. <coughs> there, there it is. We knew it was coming, folks. <laughs> Yep, uh, I will try to, you know, keep that to a minimum. Uh, so there's now a new website where you can give people Disney vacations. Like you can gift them to people. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, so I believe it's called it's givedisneyvacations.com or something like that. It's okay. you can give as little as a twenty five dollar gift card. So I, I think it's kind of cool. Like if a family's doing a vacation, they can if you wanted to give them like a gift card or something like that to go as like a little like you know. Oh, okay. I, I thought you meant. Oh no! You can just go and buy someone a vacation. Just wait. You can buy someone a resort reservation. You can buy someone park tickets. You can buy someone a Disney Vacation Club membership. Wow. You can buy them an Adventures by Disney vacation. I need I need people in my life who are like this. I feel like. Yeah. Like like um Merry, Merry Christmas uh you know uh Florence. I I got you this um this this you know uh comic book and she'll be like i got you a trip to the himalayas with D- adventures by disney <laughs> that florence she's a giver well his mistake was buying her a comic book exactly she doesn't even seem like she's into it i know probably not it was more of a gift for him kind of like when homer simpson <laughs> bought marge the bowling ball so uh disney springs news have you heard about the secrets of the empire hyper reality experience of course i have i can't oh. tell if it looks like the greatest thing i've ever seen or something I would honestly just pass on. I, I can't tell. I think it looks pretty awesome. I, I'm really excited about it. Uh, so it's got a price point of twenty nine ninety five, which is not terrible for a thirty minute virtual reality experience. Yeah, a dollar a minute. That seems fine. Yeah. Um, it opens here on December the sixteenth, so it will not be here for your coming vacation, but it will be here for your next one. Right. I'm psyched. I believe it's. I mean. When this thing opens, you're not going to be able to get anywhere near it. So I will eventually partake and let you know how it is. Have you seen like their video of like their Ghostbusters one that was in Manhattan? No, I haven't seen that. Looks it good. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, so I have no doubt this must be really cool. And something else I really like, I've seen people asking questions about uh, ages. And apparently it's like a hard 10. Like they really feel like. Under 10, it might be a little too intense. I could see that because virtual so, reality does kind of immerse you. And this looks like very advanced VR. Yeah. So very, very exciting. So here's an exciting thing for you dog lovers out there. Dogs are now allowed at certain Walt Disney World resorts. You know, it's funny. You know, my kids love my dog more than anything in the world. I've never seen the Mandel family, the Mandel family what? pup. Yeah. I, don't, I know nothing about your dog. Oh, my gosh. Well, we have an adorable pug named Bubbles. Oh, is that why you're wearing a shirt that says Pug Life right now? Or Pug Shot? Yeah, because my kids really like pugs, ours in particular. Uh Um, What's his name? She has her own Twitter page, Bubbles Mandel. Bubbles Um, Mandel. You can see pictures of her (laughs) on Twitter. She's adorable. My kids would love for her to come with us. Uh Now, it ends up that the resort we're staying at, Port Orleans Riverside, is... Is one of the dog-friendly resorts. Dog-friendly resorts. Have you... I'm driving. Have you looked into the dog policies, though? Well, wait, let me just... Okay. Let me finish this. So I'm like, this is kind of like the trip we could pull this off. And and it's like immediate. It's not like they announced, like, hey, dogs can stay in our hotels, like, sometime next year. They're like, no, starting tomorrow. Like, so I'm like, huh. Maybe this is it. Maybe we're going to, like, bring our dog. Here's the rub. We are driving, which first off means probably staying in a hotel before then. Right. And they will be dog friendly. But second off, like, that first day, like, your room's never ready. I'm going to be, like, in Epcot. And, like, where's my dog going to be? Not not in Epcot, I'll tell you that much. Unless you can convince somebody that he's a service dog. Or emotional my support dog. My son said that. My son's like, he's my, she's my emotional support dog. I'm she, like, oh, I'm pretty sure we'd need some paperwork for that. Probably, yeah. The um, I see people with dogs in the parks all the time. Emotional support dogs. 
Now, so have you looked at the actual dog policies? A little bit. You're not bringing that dog to Walt Disney World if you're reading these policies because okay, it just sounds that. like a lot. Um, only dogs will be allowed in guest rooms. I'm assuming that means like no cats, but like right. it sounds weird. It's like only do- like people aren't allowed in. <laughs> oh, sorry, this folks. Is dog only this room. is a dog only room. If you don't have a wet nose and four legs, you're not getting in here. That's uh, our Canadian uh, cast member. Our s- uh, by the way, I'm I'm obsessed with this new thing where I want to I want to get you in a Mountie costume and call you RCM Pete. Me? Yeah. I don't do Mounties. <laughs> uh, um, RCM Pete would be an awesome character for the show. We okay. need to bite the bullet. Guests are responsible for the proper care, behavior, and waste maintenance of their dog throughout the resort. So, you know, common, that sounds normal. Common leash laws. Dogs right. must be well behaved and are not allowed on furniture in public areas. First of all, saying dogs must be well behaved as a rule is just kind of like, you know, like what do you like? I feel like that's more uh, like you know, make sure your dog doesn't climb on the furniture. I don't. Like, it's just weird how they worded that. Um, dogs should be supervised at all times while staying on resort property and should not be left unattended in your guest room for more than seven hours. Huh. You're not staying in your room with the dog. You're not. No. Absolutely not. There's no nope. way you are just. I we brought the dog, so you know we decided this year we're just gonna stay in the room here at Port Orleans Riverside and not actually go to the parks. I want to point out this is a vacation for Bubbles Mandel. These these rules were not made for pugs because my dog has not even a remote problem sleeping for 12 hours while we're not of course oh by, by the way the, the resorts are disney's yacht club resort uh Port, disney's port Orleans riverside resort the art of animation resort and the cabins at fort wilderness um okay he, here's another good one dogs should remain silent if left unattended in your guest room if noise is heard you will be called to address the noise within 30 minutes you know let me just say i know there are you know, as many people who are like, oh, this is awesome. There are people who are like, this is an outrage. Uh-huh. I, I get it. I and mean, I'm not you're... I'm not a dog person. This is like the first dog I've ever had. I'm not like, woo, dogs seem to be part of my life 24-7. Uh-huh. I, I don't want to stay. Now, I, I've also seen people who are like, I can't stay in a room that's had dogs in it. I don't think that's ever going to be an issue. I think the dog rooms are probably exclusively <laughs> yeah. um for dog rooms, but now does right? that mean that like you're not like it's gonna be less rooms at Port Orleans Riverside for non-dog people? Well, I'll tell you what. If I'm ever staying there, I'm gonna make sure it's not a dog room. True, because I doubt. You know, if I I don't know how that would work. You know, it almost harkens back to like long ago when you had smoking and non-smoking rooms, and I can remember going on a trip and. I guess I never asked for a non-smoking room. And I got a room that was so disgusting. Right. I was like, okay, I'm not even putting my luggage in this room. You know, and it was my own fault. I was young, and I guess I never – this was not Disney, by the way. And Uh I guess I had never asked for it. And they, they, you know, hooked me up. But it's like, you know, could it be the same thing with with dog rooms? If if they have ten open dog rooms and people looking for rooms, are are they just selling them to Maybe. people without dogs without telling them? I mean, here's the thing: dogs are gonna bark. I don't. I have not met one dog ever that just doesn't bark. Like when somebody walks, your dog doesn't bark. 
My dog rarely barks. I mean, if somebody, if they're in a strange place and people are walking by and like the maid's like rolling her bag, like rolling her uh, towel thing down the, the thing, like there's no way the dog's not barking. Yeah, I mean. You can't police this. You can't be like, yo, you, you, you dogs, you better be quiet. And Mickey says so. All right, but here's the thing. Remember this. So like I said, Disney put this up and they were like, you guys can do this today. There's no way they didn't extensively test this. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they did. And you know what? They probably also tested it with um, with service dogs. Cause, you know, right, but, but, I, but I imagine service dogs are well-behaved. They're not like your common dog. Do you really think these emotional support dogs, which are like chihuahuas, do you, do you really think that they're like, they go through like that kind of training? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, uh, I see what you're saying. Like people who bring emotional support dogs. Yeah, people are like, I have crippling anxiety. And the one thing that gets me through it is the sight of my pug. Like, I think that's... You know, it's a, and that's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. I'm just saying I don't think they have to go through training for that unless I'm I could be completely wrong. But, but are those people staying on property? I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, you know I mean, like you So you say you see dogs in the park. Does that I mean, do. you know, does that mean those people are staying on property? I don't know. I have no idea. That's something we should look into. If, if guys, if you've ever brought a, a, a service dog or an emotional support dog to Disney and you stayed on property, we definitely want to hear from you. We want to know about it. Shoot us a shoot us a message over at facebook.com um, slash two men in the mouse. But I will uh, say, last time I was there, there was a service dog in training uh-huh. on Small World with us. Interesting. Which you know, my kids thought was awesome because yeah. like, oh, it was just this giant German Shepherd, or I don't know what it was. But they were like, oh, this is like really great. But at one point in the middle of the ride, this dog stood up and like got loud. And the people, you know, who were with the dog, like, you know, knew exactly what to do. But like, it, it is weird. Like, you know, you're not used to like. <laughs> the sun's know, the not whole, supposed to have a face. Bark, like, bark. The whole time the dog just sat there and like, yeah, I was like, you're like oh, you don't think twice. But like when it kind of got up and like barked loud, you were like, whoa, that's insane. It saw the hippopotamus and was just like, nope. Absolutely not. I won't lie. There aren't too many days that go by, and people in here will tell you this, that I don't think about Gary. You know Carrie Fisher's emotional support dog? Oh, yeah. The, Remember the, Gary? Oh, my gosh. The, the the picture that broke the internet last week with Gary yeah. watching the Star Wars trailer all sad? Yeah, no, that, like, really... That, like, ruined my whole day. Like, I was all pumped. I'm like, yeah, Luke and Snoke and Ray and, oh, Gary misses Carrie Fisher. Love Gary. Yeah. So now can you now just picture that like your kids have somehow convinced you to take Bubbles Mandel along right. with you on this trip. And now you're in Epcot. You've got a fast pass. You're getting in line for mine train. Or, well, not mine train if you're in Epcot. You're getting in line for Soren, or you're si- or you're sitting down at Garden Grill and all of a sudden your phone rings. Uh, hi, this is uh, George from the front desk over here at Port Orleans Riverside. Uh, seems like your dog's making a bit of a racket. We need you to come by right now within the next 30 minutes. Can you even uh, get back there in 30 minutes? Yeah, I wonder how much leeway they give you, you know? And what they, happens if you're not there in 30 minutes? Do they take your dog? They can't take your dog. Maybe well, maybe they send him to the China Pavilion. No, the, that's not funny. The, the 30 <laughs> minutes is clearly just like a scare tactic. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's, there's no way Disney's just like, we are taking your dog now. This dog belongs no, to Disney. But, but I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know... Charged you this because of you know I can I mean? see it being an yeah. There has to be some kind of repercussion for it. Yeah, because I mean, you can't just leave your super loud dog in your room. People are trying to na- like someone's you imagine now. Imagine you've got like when your kids were little, you're there, you're trying to set them down for a nap, and there's a dog barking in the next room. Right. The, the walls at Disney are not super thick. Like they're kind of. I don't thin. know. 
depends, I, depends on the resort, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there have been times. I, I mean, I have mixed feelings on that. I, I again, are there going to be just like regular, like you know, for me to go on vacation? I, I mean, listen, my kids. If my kids could have the opportunity to walk through Epcot with our dog, they'd go ballistic because they love that dog more than anything. Right. But a, my dog doesn't want to walk the entire way around World Showcase. <laughs> the dog's just like, this stinks. What I is mean, happening we, right now? Like, I have a pug. Someone would be carrying this dog, and I'm talking about two countries in. Uh-huh. But you know, the other thing is, like, I'm on vacation. Like, I, I don't want at the same time to have to walk my dog. And and I don't mean like it's a hardship. It isn't. But I mean, that is like it, it would be more of a hardship on a vacation. That's my thing, too. I'm just like I'm I'm at Disney World and I don't want to pick up poop like. Right. So, but but again, maybe this is a situation where they're opening this door for people who have emotional support dogs. Well, or the dogs aren't going into Epcot. The, you're not taking the dogs no, no. into the park. Yeah, no, no, unless no. They're emotional I know. I was dogs. just joking yeah. about that. But I mean, even in the room, like, I mean, I don't want to co- You know what your feet feel like after that second day of vacation right you're like woo i'm actually in some kind of like real pain here someone's gotta walk the dog you know what can you go take the dog out and that's when the dog will just be like "Ah, i'm not feeling this spot let's go let's let's take a walk over here like you know oh there's other disney dogs here i don't know if i want to do this here you know so (laughs) again not something i would probably do but it does open the door excuse me and they wouldn't offer it if it wasn't something some people want. And there's no way Pluto has not marked every single tree in Walt Disney World as his That's... as his territory. The other dogs are just kind of like, whoa. I mean, Goofy uses the bathroom, but well, yeah, Pluto... Goofy, really... Here's the thing. If a dog wears pants, it's not marking territory. Like That's kind right. of the rule. That's like a rule, right? Yeah, it's like a total rule. Right. Um, uh, please display the provided do not disturb hanger outside your room to alert cast members that dogs are present. Um, housekeeping service in guest rooms with dogs is only available when guests are present. Please dial the housekeeping button on your in-room telephone to schedule cleaning time at your convenience. Please leash or restrain your dogs at all times while in public spaces at resort property. By the way, you're not sitting there while the, while the mousekeeping is, is making up your room, holding your, sitting there holding your dog. Like, no. No, but that's, that's when you take your dog to go. You take him for a walk. I can see that. Uh, and this is why you're on the show because you think more clearly than me <clears throat> only licensed service animals are allowed in food and beverage locations the club lounge pool areas fitness centers and all other and other not all other but other public guest areas so like this dog can only go to the room pretty much yeah the room and, and it sounds like maybe some of the walkways to like do their do their thing now let me ask you a question could you bring a dog to disney springs Good question. I've never seen a dog other than a service dog at Disney Springs. But it's not a ticketed like area. No, but I mean, I, you can't bring them into like like stores but, and stuff. But could you walk through? I bet you you could. You went to a dog in World of Disney. Oh and World of Disney gets chaotic at times. It does. It definitely gets chaotic. Um, guests with dogs are allowed to use some resort transportation services, including Disney's Magical Express and minivans. In order to use resort transportation, dogs must remain in pet carriers for the duration of transit. All other resort transportation and public transportation, including Walt Disney World monorails and friendship boats, are available to guests with licensed service animals only. So now, if you have a if you have a golden retriever, you're not taking it on. You're not you're not bringing a, a, a pet carrier for a golden retriever. You're not bringing like a giant crate. Like, why not? 
Do they even make those? Yeah, of course. Uh. This is why I, I haven't had a dog in like 10 years. So um, <clears throat> dogs are not permitted in theme parks and Disney Springs. There's the answer to your question. Oh, OK. There you go. Only licensed service animals are allowed in these guest areas, though. I mean, I've never seen anyone check for Disney Springs. Up to date vaccination records must be available upon request. So there you go. So now let me ask you, Peter Mandel. Is it worth it? Um, to the, to the normal family, no. Okay, what family no. is it worth it for then? Uh, again, emotional support dog. But I mean, they they've already had that. Like that that that's, al- that's already existed. But staying in the hotel? Again, we'll have to, we'll have to do some research and figure that out. I mean, also, you know, let me say that I'm going for a week. It would be a hassle. I also have someone who can watch my dog. True. If you were going overnight at Disney and you don't have somebody to watch your animal. So instead of paying X amount of dollars for doggy daycare, I'm going to bring the dog with me for the day. You know what? I mean, I could see that. Makes some sense. All right. So we are going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to hear from our sponsors and the rest of the White Dragon Podcast Network. And then we will be back with um, the rest. I was going to say our e-ticket attraction, but we'll be back with the the actual park news. So we'll be picking up with Magic Kingdom news uh, right after this. You know, Pete, it's hard work planning a Disney vacation. Of course. Your whole family has to get going. You got to pack everything up. You got to figure out where you're eating. You got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier makes your trip planning a more fun experience? Tell me. That sounds like something I need. Absolutely. You need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time, and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford-based business here in 2008 and in that time has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. Dave plans every trip as if it was his own and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney. Very easy to work with and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied. Working with Dave, you're likely to pay less and get more. And what's better than that, Peter Mandel? Tell me. You never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free. Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food. That is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I wish I could say I did that. That's like, that. A, like the snack challenge times 10. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney Cruise Line vacations you might be going. Uh, this can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all your kids. You give them to us? Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weicker autograph books. Of course. Well, Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weicker. Depends how his name on it. Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also, checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard-to-book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse.
If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey, and renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip, whereas park-rented strollers, you got to return them before you leave the park that day. This is going to make those late-night post-fireworks bus stop queues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are going to thank you for it. So, how does it work? You just go to kingdomstrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit kingdomstrollers.com. Hi there, this is Monica Pinto from the Mouse in Our House podcast, inviting you to join me here every other Friday for all things Disney from my perspective. Let's face it, with our fast-paced lives in a crazy world, always running from one place to another, from hectic workdays to family responsibilities, from household chores to those never-ending errands, it sometimes seems impossible to survive until your next Disney trip. How to turn that around? Easy, by keeping a little bit of that Disney magic in our everyday lives. So go ahead, sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee and a little something sweet, and let's chat Disney. Join me here on the White Dragon Podcast Network every other Friday where we'll celebrate all the magic, all the fun, all the memories, and even some stuff that's not so magical. But don't worry, a little bit of pixie dust should take care of that. So until then, I hope you remember to keep the mouse in your house. Hello, I'm Storybook Julius, the White Dragon Podcast Network's resident Canadian and the host of Storybook Radio, a Walt Disney World and Universal Studios podcast appearing every Wednesday here on WDPN. Walt Disney was a storyteller, and well, so am I. Now, I'm not saying that I'm as cool as Walt Disney or anything, but I'm saying that if you're looking for a unique take on the Walt Disney World and Universal Studios theme parks, with immersive looks at their stories, backstories, and histories, you've come to the right place. Head on over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Podomatic to subscribe to and download the Storybook Radio podcast each and every Wednesday. You can also check out www.storybookradio.com for more details and more content. This is Bill Farmer, and you're listening to Two Men and the Mouse. And we are back, folks. Welcome back to Two Men and the Mouse. We are still talking about the news. We are on Magic Kingdom News, Peter Mandel. That's your favorite. We spent a lot of time on these dogs. Well, you know, it is a kind of a big issue. You know what? It's funny. You know, Magic Kingdom, yes, it's my favorite. It'll probably always be my favorite. I gotta say, Animal Kingdom's creeping up on it, though. And not even in jest. Not, I'm not saying that as a joke. Like, I actually am completely enamored with, with Animal Kingdom. I love it. I will tell you, my kids, you know, <coughs> excuse me, every day we talk about, you know, hey, what, what day are you most excited about? What ride are you most excited about? And my kids are hands down most excited about animal kingdom for a flight of passage and not oh yeah cannot wait abby will go on flight of passage oh yeah are you kidding yeah. me 
Nice. I, well, I didn't know how brave she was now. Speaking of brave, my daughter's trying to talk me into going on Expedition Everest, which you know I won't really go on. Right. I think you need so, to do it. So now I'm getting like the full guilt. Like the full whole family. Like, come on, really? So I don't, I haven't decided yet. <laughs> you got to do it now. <laughs> you know, I got a flight of passage fast pass thanks to one of our listeners. Did I tell you this? No. And I'm so sorry. I don't remember who it is. Um, my sister-in-law who, you know, I guess is, does like our Facebook message group and stuff. Yeah. She, uh, so I had made my fast passes and I could not get flight of passage. I only got river journey. So mm-hmm. one day she sends me a text. She's like, Hey, this person, oh, I feel totally bad now for not remembering who it is. So sorry. Um, just posted that they put up. I know who this is. Who is it? Stacy Gregory did that. Oh, well, thank you, Stacy. That they put up fast passes for October and November. So I'm like, huh, I wonder if they did. So I just went on, boom, like a 930 fast pass Fantastic. for flight. I was like, wow. So my heartfelt gratitude because I would have never double checked ever. It's, it's a good thing you have your sister in law as a spy in the Two Men in the Mouse Facebook group. Yeah, I, I'm happy all around. So, you know, and, and honestly, it's, you know, I would have been okay fast passing. Um, the river journey. Cause you're going to have to wait for that anyway. But you know what? Sometimes when I look at those flight of passage wait times, it makes me pretty happy that I, uh, that I have a fast pass. That's awesome. I'm so glad you have a fast pass for, it because I was really afraid you were going to end up skipping it. Although it does bring up an interesting conundrum. Give me your yay or nay on this. Okay. Do I go first thing in the morning, wait online outside, go in and immediately go on flight of passage. So here's the thing about this. My friend Zach actually tried to do this today. Zach oh, and good. Betty Adams, Tell who me. have been on the show before. So there were extra magic hours. They got there at 8 a.m. for extra magic hours. Right. There was already a three-hour wait, Peter Mandel. How? People got there at 6.45. So he, you're he saying... Said, he said he talked to a family who had been waiting in Animal Kingdom for the extra magic hours for, you know, like 6.30, 6.45. Well, I will say my plan for that day is not to use Disney transportation. That's a wonderful plan to get a lot done. Because that bus technically should arrive starting one hour, right, prior to park opening, which would be 7 a.m. Correct. Even if you get on that packed 7 a.m. bus, you are getting there. Animal Kingdom's like a different state. You are getting there at like... 7.30 at the absolute earliest. Yes, correct. For an 8 o'clock opening. <clears throat> I was debating going, like, leaving at 6.30 and just taking the car. Getting there at, like, 7 and just jumping online. If you can get on this thing twice, do whatever you have to do. But that would mean waiting full boat, no pun intended, for River Journey. Yeah. I mean, look, if you're going to... If you're going to skip one, that's the one to skip. So, But I'm not skipping one. We got to do both. <laughs> of course, you're going to do both, but it'll have the, <clears throat> excuse me, it'll have this, the, it'll have a less weight, lesser weight. I don't know. I'm so in the air about it. I think you can definitely try, but I mean, listen, you know, you're going to ask me. Yeah, maybe you don't. Maybe, maybe you only get on it once, but still it's, I mean. You can't beat this ride. I mean, have people been telling you about it? Uh, just how great it is, not specifics. That's it. Because, you, you know, like, I tend to, like, 
oversell things sometimes, and I was worried that I was doing that with this. Everyone that's gone on it that I know has just been like, no, you didn't oversell it. It's the greatest ride of all time. Like, Listen, uh, my buddy Mike, who you know, went to Disney, and he went just to hang with his brother for right. one day. His brother lives down in Florida, and they just went to Animal Kingdom. Mike's also <laughs> been on every ride you can imagine in every park. Mike is mm-hmm. not a Disney guy. Right. And... I'm like, I'm really curious to see what he says. And this is after you had already told me how great it was. So he walked in that Wednesday to get comics. And I'm like, I looked at him. I'm like, dude, how is it? He's like, it's the greatest ride I've ever been on in my entire life. Yeah. And for him to say that, I was like, oh, this is like the real deal. Oh, so here, by the way, <clears throat> something, it's kind of more of a Disneyland thing, I think, which is why I didn't really like discuss it, but I forgot, and I forgot to put it in the news. But my friend Zach also told me about uh, Disney filed a patent for a new ride system that apparently like swings you on a pendulum. Okay. Like through, through like an environment, which I think means Disneyland's going to get a Spider-Man ride at some point. And it's actually going to be like a web slinging ride. Wow. Wouldn't that be a, like, that's enough to get me to California. Please, Walt should be enough to get you to California. Uh, no, because I'm I'm where Walt wanted to be. Like I'm living Walt's dream. So, are you? Yeah, I think so. I, mean, I don't have a train in my backyard, but you know, <laughs> baby steps. No, but you have to cough. So I do. Yeah, no, Walt and I are cough buddies. Um, hopefully not the same in the same manner. But um, so Magic Kingdom news: we have a filming schedule for the ABC Holiday Special. They do not call it a Christmas Parade anymore. Uh, it is the holiday special because parade is not a huge part of this anymore. That bums me out, by the way. No parade in Walt Disney World again this year, only in Disneyland. <sighs> so Walt Disney World is getting, you know, some people, some some teen pop stars lip syncing. That kind of stuff. Uh, Friday, okay. Friday, November 3rd, we'll be filming at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Saturday, November 4th, at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Sunday, November 5th, at the Magic Kingdom. Monday, November 6th, at the Magic Kingdom. Tuesday, November 7th, at the Magic Kingdom. Oh, I should really check and see if those days are when I'm going to be there. I was about to say, that's in the middle of your trip, isn't it? Yep, wait, I'm going to need you to... Uh... <laughs> you need me to go through it again? <laughs> oh, man, should I have paid attention to those days? Yeah, probably what should have. The, what was the first day? Friday, November 3rd, Disney's Hollywood Studios. Nope, I'll be driving. Okay, Saturday, November 4th, Disney's Animal Kingdom. I'll be at Epcot. Sunday, November 5th, The Magic Kingdom. I'll be right there. Yep, you'll be right there. Monday, November 6th, also Magic Kingdom. I will be in Animal Kingdom. And Tuesday, November 7th, also at the Magic Kingdom. Nope. I'll be at Studios. But you right, will, so just that one day. That one day you're going to have to fight. You know, will your kids be like, let's let's stand and watch? Or are they going to be like, no? I think they'll be like, oh, my gosh, that's awesome. That's so cool. But they're not going to want to stand there. I mean, have you ever like been there while they're filming? No, I, I don't. It's tremendously not fun. Yeah, I mean, I can't see. I have no desire. Like, to what? So that, like, if I'm sitting in my parents' house on Christmas morning, I can be like, there's my sleeve, like, right there. Like, I don't even. I mean, they could show me full on. I don't care. I don't have any interest in, you know, being in that. So, the fairy tale fireworks, a sparkling dessert cruise, is returning to Walt Disney World. Oh, that sounds nice. It begins December 1st. It is a ferry boat cruise through the uh, man made Seven Seas Lagoon. Fridays and Sundays through January 28th, 99 shekels for adults and $69 for kids. But by kids, we mean up to age nine, because according to Walt, when you are 10, you are a grown man or woman. Yep. <laughs> and, and, and capable of paying full price. 
Uh, it begins 75 minutes prior to the start of the Happily Ever After Fireworks show. You get desserts, coffee, a signature punch, and sparkling wine. So there is alcohol involved in this. Okay. Uh, so the mobile ordering system, which I've not had the chance to use. My friends who were here uh, just used it apparently yesterday and had nothing but positive things. They used it at Cosmic Rays. Oh, sweet. Zach and Becky, they used it there. And um, Can you also request a song from Sunny Eclipse? Um, yeah, I mean, you can request any of the ones that he pl- that you know he's known for, and I'm sure he'll get to it eventually. Oh, that sounds pretty fantastic. Yeah, they sat front row center for Sunny Eclipse. I was very jealous. It's the hottest ticket in the Magic Kingdom to score. That's right. Uh, but Casey's Corner is now on mobile order. Oh. Adding hmm. a plethora of other restaurants. So it's pretty much everything is going to be on mobile order eventually. And like Aloha Isle is even there. Like you, could, you can pre-order your Dole Whips and just walk up and get them. That's cool. Because that has a line. It always has a line. Yeah, like for real. My friend Piper uh, got her first Dole Whip when we were there. And we waited in line. And while I was in line, my phone went off. And it was the app. Because, you know... The app essentially lojacks you and follows you around. And it right. was like, hey, we see you're at Aloha Isle. Did you know you could have used mobile ordering for this? And I was just like, oh, maybe next time I'll do that. Leave me alone, stalker. Yeah. Let, let me Disney my way, my Disney experience. How about, It's my Disney experience, not yours, all right? Uh, Stitch's Great Escape has been repurposed. Okay, into what? A character meet and greet location for Stitch. Really? Yeah. You know what? You're not doing anything with the building. You might as well put Stitch in there. Huh. So he's over. That's That's gone. Uh, well, no. I mean, they're probably still going to open it up seasonally the way they have been. But when it's not open seasonally, it's going to be a meet and greet. They actually call it the Alien Encounter. Oh, nice little throwback. Yeah. Yeah. So you get to meet Stitch in there. Ready for Epcot news? Yes. Exploratory borings that have been um, permitted for in the northwest section of Epcot could lead to a new structure. The area Mm. is up near the solar power farm, which powers most of Walt Disney World. And people are wondering what it could be, possibly a new resort. Some people are even saying it might be the uh, new Star Wars resort. Where's it located? Next to Epcot. That's why I don't think it's a Star Wars resort. Because if you're going to build it next to a park, it's got to be next to studios. Because part yeah, and of- Epcot's so close to studios that it just seems silly to yeah. build it there and not 10 feet to the left. You know what I mean? Absolutely. The 2017 Candlelight Processional Narrator lineup is now complete. Ready for this? Anybody good? Uh, November 24th to 26th, Lori Hernandez. I don't know who that is. What? what? Lori Hernandez? She is a Olympic gymnast oh, I from New Jersey. Is. Don't know who it is. Uh, I believe she won Dancing with the Stars. I'm oh, not then I really sure. don't know who it is. And I think she shares my daughter's birthday. Not 100% positive, but okay. I know my daughter likes her. So, okay. Well, Good. great. So you've got you got an elite athlete from New Jersey who's going to be there as an honored guest, and you have a, a female soccer player from here in Orlando who was just banned for life. So uh, did you hear that story? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I know the SWAT team. Um, November 27th through 28th, Matt Bomer, another newbie this year. Uh, okay. Do you know who that is? Um, do you know who it is? No, I do not. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a basketball player with that name, but I don't know if it's really him. How oh, do you spell gosh. it? B-O-M-E-R. Huh? Are you googling it? I am. No, he's an actor. Uh-huh. He, he was on Guiding Light and Chuck. And uh, my brother, my, my brother's been trying to get me to watch Chuck for literally ten years. Okay. Good for him. No, I Must refu- love Disney. Yeah, I refuse not watching Chuck. Um, November 29th to thirtieth, returning this year is Anna Gasteyer. 
I love when you butcher her name. How do you say it? Because I butcher it every year. I believe it's Gesteyer. Gesteyer is fine. Uh, what and what does she do again? You explain this to me. She again. was from Saturday Night Live, so anyone who watches Saturday Night Live heard her name in the beginning because they literally it's roll call Saturday the name. Saturday Night Live. So hearing you butchered all the time is like one of the highlights of the holiday season. <laughs> it's officially Christmas when Kevin can't say Annika Steyer's name right. <laughs> uh, December first through third, mainstay Whoopi Goldberg. I don't Whoopi. know who that is. I don't know who that is, Pete. Who is it? You know Whoopi. I do know Whoopi. Um, December, you know, I first learned who Whoopi was because she was on Sesame Street when I was a kid. Oh, didn't know that. Yep. December 4th through 5th, new this year, Pat Sajak. Wow. From Wheel of Fortune. Aren't they filming right now in Epcot? They just did last week for their 35th anniversary. That's pretty cool. I could have gone, but I didn't. Um, I haven't watched Wheel of Fortune since I was like 12. And it Wheel of Fortune is awesome. I mean, it used to be on like before TGIF, so I would catch like the end of it, like you know, before right. before Full House came on. Um, December sixth through eighth, uh, Disney mainstay Jody Benson, the voice Love of Jody Benson. the voice of Ariel, the Little Mermaid. Yep. December ninth through eleventh, Kurt Russell, Ego, the Living Planet. New this year, Walt Disney favorite. I think I need to go and see Kurt Russell. I totally would want to go. Um. I hope that as he like does it like they have like the mannequins from Ego's world on Guardians of the Galaxy to like act it out. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> oh, here this one. This is my favorite one, hands down. Because I had the pleasure of actually like watching him like interact with a live audience before and he was wonderful. December twelfth through fourteenth, it's Warwick Davis. Oh, okay. Warwick Davis. We love him. Yeah, from Willow and Star Wars. He was Wicked the Ewok. Um, oh, is he in Star Wars? Yeah, yeah, you, you'd be shocked. Um, mm. Harry Potter. Um, December 15th through 17th, Trace Atkins. Is that like a country singer? Yeah, I love Trace Atkins. Okay, uh, I, I, don't, just, I don't know anything about country music, but it's just he such was a country on, name. That he was on Celebrity Apprentice. He has a very deep voice. December 18th through 21st, main event time, it's Neil Patrick Harris. Yep. December 22nd through Christmas Eve, the 24th. It's new this year, CCH Pounder. No idea who that is. Me neither. I was hoping you did and you knew who that was. It sounds like a cheeseburger. Um, December 25th through 27th is... Uh, now, it's I don't know if it's pronounced Jackie or JC, but it's J-A-C-I Velasquez. Huh. Who's that? I don't know. We are so lame, aren't we? Like we are so out of touch. Like our our fingers are not on the pulse of today's society. Why do we not know who any of these people are? I don't know. Like, well, you knew more than than I did. And then December twenty eighth through thirtieth is Chandra Wilson. Who's that? I don't know. This is bad. Like we like are we that out of touch? Like Yeah, this is like the worst show ever. We're like, who's that? <laughs> we have no idea who any it's it, it's not as bad as like when the bands are playing. I don't know who any who any of them are, but because <laughs> that has happened many times. Uh speaking of mobile ordering, we were talking about before Sunshine Seasons now available for mobile ordering. So I feel like you'd be able to use that. Well, they haven't made a dining plan available yet, but yeah, so that's there now. That apparently they are working on uh, putting the dining plan in, into it because now the yeah. new the new yeah. version of the app now of my Disney experience actually allows you to like view your dining credits and stuff right so it's only a matter of time before they tie that in yeah they have to if if you can order be our guest ahead of time and use your meal credits you know what i mean totally they, they have to be able to do this um 
So the American Music Machine in Epcot is gone. Where'd it go? Did you ever see them? No. It's a five-piece acapella group that played on the stage in the American Pavilion where they do like the concerts with the real bands. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've been gone since uh, the end of September. So there you go. All right. Dates have been announced for the 2018 Epcot Festival of the Arts. It's going to be January 12th to February 19th, and new this year, before it was just weekends, seven days a week with special entertainment offerings for each weekend. So a lot more arts being celebrated this year. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, The Guardians of the Galaxy attraction has been confirmed to be a roller coaster attraction. The first ever roller coaster in Epcot, yeah. Oh, I don't like that. I mean, that sounds cool. You don't like that? I don't know. I'm not really a roller coaster guy. I don't know. It all depends on like what it's like. I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm psyched for some Marvel representation. Well, me too. That's why. That's what stinks about it is I'll have to do it no matter right. what. <coughs> it could be going upside down, and like you're gonna. But Epcot's never. Epcot's the only Disney park I think in the world that doesn't have a roller. That's never had a roller coaster. Hmm. And now it's gonna have one. Dak News, we're going to Disney's Animal Kingdom. Ready for this? Yep. Cali River Rapids is closing for a five-week refurbishment from January 2nd to February 10th. What are they going to do in those five weeks? Skimming. Skimming it up. I mean, it is a water ride. It is a water ride, yeah. That is correct. By the way, I'm assuming you're not going to... Are you doing Epcot at night at all? Um... The first day, I'm imagining everyone's going to be kind of pooped, so I'm not quite sure. Right. But the second day will be like our last Disney day slash night before, before uni. Universal. So I would like to do some nighttime stuff. Why do you ask? Because Cali River Rapids at night is awesome. Is that at Epcot? Animal Kingdom. Oh, I thought you asked if I was going to be at Epcot. No, no. I said, are you going to be going to, to Animal Kingdom at night? Um, we are staying there for at night. Uh, I can't imagine anyone's going to want to get crazy wet, though. True. I mean, I have I have done Cali River Rapids and come out bone dry, but that I'm I'm the exception, not the rule. Right. You've also been attacked by like a owl. I've also been punched so. in the head by an owl. Yes. Yeah, so right. You know, you give, you take. It's right. Um. Okay. Moving along. Hollywood Studios news. Star Wars, The Galaxy Far, Far Away is currently closed for refurbishment. Now, that is uh, the photo op show that they do where it's, right. you know, scene from the movie, scene from the movie, scene from the movie. Chewbacca walks out and goes, hey, and then leaves. Then scene from the movie, scene from the movie, scene from the movie. Boba Fett walks out and goes, hey, and then leaves. So they are closing it down because they're changing out the stage. This was supposed to happen a few months ago. They actually closed it down to create a mobile stage that they could wheel out whenever they needed to do the show, but uh, it didn't work. Huh. So they put the permanent stage back. Now they're going back for take two. Disney has figured it out, and much like the Batman, will never air the same way twice. Okay. So they're trying it again with a mobile stage. But now, apparently, and I got to get myself to Hollywood Studios, apparently, because while the show is closed, the characters that are in the show are wandering around. Wow. Taking pictures. That sounds cool. Yeah. And, dude, that is 3PO and R2. That is Kylo Ren. That is um, Phasma. Vader. Boba Fett. um, Chewbacca. Like, 
it's it, it, and the Death Troopers from Rogue One. Yeah, that's really cool. So I gotta get my butt over to Hollywood Studios and just kind of hawk this area. <clears throat> you know, let me just say I'm gonna be super depressed if I cannot get this Kylo Ren picture when I go. Why wouldn't you be able to get it? Because every time I go there, they make it Darth Vader again instead of Kylo Ren. <laughs> it's always Two Kylo times. Ren now. It's always Kylo Ren. You say that it better be Kylo Ren in three weeks. Do you have a um, a Disney Visa card? Uh, I believe Heather does. Because they have a Disney Visa card um, like special photo op, and I believe it's usually Kylo Ren. Huh. Oh, I so might have to check that out. Yeah, if you want to get in with like less weight, apparently my friend just my friend my my buddy TJ was down here. He just did it. So, but yeah, you got to get the Kylo Ren picture. I'm actually really excited for the mobile stage though, because that stage is you know kind of an eyesore. Yeah, I don't like it either. Sunset Boulevard locations have just been added to mobile ordering. So if you want, if for some reason you want to eat at any of those Sunset Boulevard locations over by Tower of Terror, um, you, good luck. Um, and you can you can order on mobile. Okay. I don't good like the, to know. I don't like those places. I think they're gross. I mean, what are you going to order? Like a banana? No, like they've got they've got a bunch of places there. Like you can get a fried green tomato cheeseburger. You can get like it's all a bunch of stuff you can get there. <laughs> okay. Soundstage Four is being demolished currently. That is out by Toy Story Midway Mania. Because that is going to be the entrance to Toy Story Land. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So they're getting rid of that. And um, apparently now you can also meet Star-Lord in One Man's Dream. Really? Yeah, that has been a thing. Huh. I wonder if that'll be there when... I I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. Unless they switch it out to be... Oh, and they probably can't... Can they make it Thor? I don't think they can make it Thor. Okay. So uh, go back and listen to our episode where we had Scott Farney... Uh, from three sheets to the mouse, go through the contract. Yeah, you're right. I don't think they could be Thor. But yeah, Star-Lord will probably still be there. Wow. Oh, I would really like that. Yeah, that's you know what I was told recently. I haven't actually been there to test it out yet, but I've heard that. Uh, finally, I wanted to tell you real quick about something that I got to do at studios recently. My friend Piper, uh, she writes for iHorror.com, uh, which is a horror movie like review site. And okay. because of that, she got press tickets to go to Spooky Empire, which is a horror convention they do at Disney every year. And they do like spooky day in the park and stuff like that. And, you know, like, like it's like photo ops and thing. you know, you, you, they tell you not to come in costume, but like, you know, like Halloween wear and stuff like that. But so they had a gala event called Gala at the Tower uh, one night. And it was a special all you can eat open bar uh, dessert party after hours at the Tower of Terror in Disney's Hollywood Studios. Cool. Now, here's the thing. There were characters there. Peter Mandel. All right. Oh, I, I know about this. You sent me pictures. I did. Maleficent was there, the Evil Queen, the Queen of Hearts, and the greatest picture I've ever gotten in my life, Mr. Oogie Boogie was there. That's so cool. And it was it was neat, too, because like it's a gala event. So like people weren't there in like T-shirts and jeans. Everybody was wearing suits and dresses, and it was really, really cool. I had liquid nitrogen popcorn. At what, they called it dragon popcorn. popcorn. So I saw it said dragon in it, so I was just like, oh, I got to get that. And like they pour the liquid nitrogen over the popcorn, and then like you put you eat the popcorn, and you right. just like the smoke like comes out of your mouth. Huh. It was really neat. That sounds very cool. All the desserts were all villain themed. It was awesome. This was a once in a lifetime kind of thing to do because if I didn't have this press pass, this thing was four hundred bucks a head. 
Ooh. Yeah. Which, by the way, if I had paid that, I'd have been so angry because um, it was not worth 400 bucks. It was awesome. It was really cool. And the other thing was you could ride Tower of Terror all night, which I didn't do. Not once. Right. It was like, no wait. You can literally get on and off it over and over and over again. If you're So if you're a Tower of Terror fan, it was the greatest thing in the world. So... Uh, you know, but the the gift shop in there was open as well. So like, I was walking around in the gift shop at one point, and I saw there's a stitch, uh, a, a plush stitch sitting on the um the counter with a bellhop right. hat on, and he has a little Disney cast member um uh, name badge that just said bellhop stitch. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so those must be really easy to make, by the way, because I see a lot of cast members with like really random ones. Okay. Like there was a, I went to a little the Little Mermaid ride one time, and there was the cast member that was like seating people. She looked I like she looked exactly like Lana Perilla like so much that I thought she was Lana Perilla from Once Upon a Time, okay, the Evil Queen. And I looked right. at her her name tag and it said Regina. Huh. And I said to her, I was just like, I was like, I'm sorry, like, but you look exactly like. Lana Perilla and your name tag is Regina and your name is Regina she was like no it's not actually Regina they just had this made for me because they said I look like her so now have side note have you watched the new uh, Once Upon a Time you know what I actually decided recently that I was going to re-binge Once Upon a Time get myself caught up and watch the new one give it a chance it's just right I got like halfway through the first season which the first season by the way fantastic still holds up I just I just I know what's coming and it's like it's slowing me down. I, I gotta tell you, my son, you know, loves that show and watches it. Oh, crazy. totally, yeah. Uh, he is shocked at how good the first two episodes of season seven have been. But there's they're doing like how it is it like an Elseworlds kind of thing? Because like I know Henry's older now, but they've done Cinderella already. Yeah, I don't know how they're gonna explain that. Yeah, like I, I don't. So know. I don't know what the deal is with that. But I mean, I'm sure there's some explanation for it, but I don't know. what. Yeah. All right. So that is pretty much everything we got going on this week. OK. This was a good way to kind of ease back into the swing of things. There's always a lot of news. Yep. Oh, one other thing I wanted to bring up uh, when we went to Spooky Empire, uh, not the gala, but we went to the actual convention the next day there. Um, I, I saw a screening for a documentary called Foolish Mortals. Um, oh, it's a documentary about haunted mansion fans. Wow! So it was like all like showing people's haunted mansion, um, like collections, and talking to people about the history of the haunted mansion and the Hatbox Ghost and like how it came to Walt Disney World. It was real. Like obviously, none of it's filmed in the haunted mansion or in Walt Disney World because you can't do that. And they, this is not an official Disney project. But I mean, just seeing a lot of the people, like they interview a lot of artists who draw haunted mansion stuff and people that have written books about it for Disney in the past. They talked to one of the original Imagineers who worked on it. It's a really good documentary. If you guys see it out there, I'm actually in the process of trying to get the guys that ma- I met the guys who made it at the uh, at the show. So I'm trying to get them to come on and talk about it with us. Well, I would love that. Yeah, I definitely want to get them on here. So, all right. So, uh, anything else you wanted to bring up this week? No, it was pretty, pretty good show. I am really glad that we're back. Um, and you know, I apologize for the delay. Trust me, you guys didn't want me to be on the air the way I was. Like, it was, it, th- it was bad. I thought you made it through pretty good though today. Yeah, I, I'm a little surprised that I held up this well. Um, well, but that's because I used the uh, I used what's called a neti pot before we went on the air. 
Okay. Do you know what that is? I do. It's like this, yeah, so for those of you that don't know, it's like a little teapot that you pour in your nose. Like you pour it in one nostril and it like goes up and like cleans out your sinuses and it like it all comes out your other nostril, which so it's like if you were ever like I wonder what waterboarding feels like. Like this is, you know, kind of what it feels like. Right. <laughs> um so if that's not too much information. All right, so you ready to get out of here this week? I am. All right, well, then uh, that's going to do it for Two Men in the Mouse this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. We are glad to be back with you guys, and we are glad that you are back here with us. Folks, um, if you want to check out our good friend Peter Mandel, please uh, check him out over at Rogue Comics there in Cranford, New Jersey, over at 105 North Union Avenue in Cranford, New Jersey, 07016, or check out RogueComics.com, where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. If you are planning a trip to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Adventures by Disney, any Disney resort throughout the known world or Aulani out in Hawaii, please talk to our good friend and sponsor Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. He also will book your Universal Orlando trip, so hit Dave up on Facebook as Magical Travel Dave or talk to Disney Dave W at Verizon.net show very soon if you are going to be in the orlando area and you got to rent a crib or stroller check out our friends over at kingdomstrollers.com uh, they will hook you up with the key with the crib or stroller of your dreams and deliver it right to your disney resort and for me folks my new book ross and Auntie rise of the dragon lord is coming out on uh december the 5th that's actually a uh, big uh news there peter Mandel. First one saying it out loud. Oh, does yeah. it feel good? Yeah, it feels good. It's it's the end of the Ross and Auntie series. I'm gonna be moving on to something else afterwards. Um, got a novella coming out with the Lavish Publishing box winter box set. Um, but then we're gonna be doing uh, something a little bit more contemporary after that, more like urban fantasy. So wow. I'm very excited for it. Um, so you could check me out, folks, over at on um, facebookcom slash author or check me out on Twitter at kevinjkessler for all of your book. Uh, also, the first rep, the first rep book, Ross and Auntie, is going to be ninety nine cents in the Kindle store going uh, going forward. A special little sale that we're doing, and cool. uh, coming very soon, the novella Ross and Auntie Decimation Cassid is going to be free on Kindle, so you can get the novella for free. Wow, neat! You don't have to buy anything; it's just it's just free. But you know, you have to read the first book before you read it. So, <laughs> all right, folks, uh, thank you so much for joining us again this and every week. Pete, any closing words? Now I'm excited to be back on the uh, back on the grind. Back on the grind, please, folks. Keep the magic alive every day of your lives. We will see you next week on Two Men, the Mouse. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us.